0: Hi, welcome to Beyond Today. How are we doing today? This is the Rod and Cindy Podcast. Really excited about today because we have a special guest with us today, and she's pretty awesome. But first, let's get to the next awesomeness thing that's next to me, that's to the left of me. Her name, the one, the only...
1: Cinderella.
0: Oh, not again. It's actually Cindy. Did you forget your name?
1: Oh, yes.
0: Cinderella.
1: Cinderella.
0: Yes. I love it. (laughs) Spelled C-Y-N-D-E-E. Cindy. That's
1: right. Double
0: E. Double E. Absolutely. What a fabulous time we had today. We had this, it's beautiful out. It's like 150 degrees outside. It's Arizona. (laughs) It's a little warm, but we come inside, it's a little chilly inside too, which is amazing. So how are you doing with the heat, Cindy?
1: Oh, you know, just doing. It's part of living in Phoenix. You know the the Firebird there, the heat that rises from. But I'm doing well. It's good enough. I I I try to stay cool.
0: Good. You are cool. You're mm-hmm. a cool cat. You know that? Thanks. <laughs> so I heard through the grapevine that we have somebody kind of famous here today. She's been uh, she's been all around the. Arizona area, she's, is she international and national? I'm not sure yet, but she's pretty famous. Uh, um, I, I think you should introduce this famous person that we have on tonight.
1: I would be very happy to introduce this beautiful, lovely lady uh, next to me, and if if you think she's famous now, guess what? Wait till her book comes out, and she'll be really Ooh, famous.
0: I can't wait. Can't wait. Can yes, me?
1: I know. So it's still, I think, a little bit of a secret at the moment, but... I'm sure she'll share soon. So I do have uh, this beautiful lady, Amanda Brown. She is an author, a poet, and a speaker. Her own journey inspired her to create beautifulknockout.com. Again, that is beautifulknockout.com. Today, she inspires women to find the power in their story and become their own hero, capital letters, or heroette, maybe, right, Or heroes
2: hero hero heroine, uh, heroine heroine yes
1: mm-hmm. uh through exploration so uh we are just absolutely pleased and just grateful that she is here she has a lot of beautiful knowledge to share about the feminine aspects as far as energies and the inners the inner goddess and and feminine within you even the males too so we're not leaving you guys out so um here she is miss amanda brown thank you hey. thank you I so
2: excited to be here! I'm um, very happy to be with you both right
0: now, and Mike too. Yay, yay! Hi, Mike. <laughs> well, hello, Amanda. Thank you. You're welcome. I can hear you. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> even, even Mike.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, you, you know, we took the microwave phone away from Mike. You know that, right? I heard that. Yes. Have you heard the whole gory story about the microphone? I have
2: microphone, not Mike? heard the gory
0: story. Oh my gosh, that's a whole another podcast. All right. About How Mike Lost the Mic. That's going to be an awesome podcast. That's coming up soon. (laughs) To my right of me, I have the one, the only, the wonderful producer, Mike. How's Mike doing tonight? I feel like I'm without a mic. Mike without a mic. Mike without a mic. What a way to to go, huh? But you notice I'm I'm not, well, I am on the red. Yes,
1: (laughs) you (laughs) are. I guess I
0: don't need a mic. Mike doesn't need a mic. This is why we took the mic away from him. Thank
1: and, you for being here, Mike. Yes, you know what you're
0: doing. We really you, you, have, it. you know, you. we love you. Thank you for having me. Oh, you betcha. Love Absolutely. you too. This is great. <laughs> so, so before we get into it's a little sarcasm there, I'd say, no. before we get into this beautiful podcast, the sacred feminine energy with Amanda Brown, I think before we get into, we need to pay for some bills that. And so, let's talk a little bit about what's happening. If you ever want to be a sponsor for one of our podcasts, then just contact that. Contact us at six zero two. 374-4926, that's 602-374-4926, and you could be one of our beautiful sponsors, we have some beautiful sponsors here too, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely, I love it to that, the first one is, his name is Daniel Medina, have you heard of this guy? I have not yet. Oh my gosh, uh, if you haven't heard of this guy, you're going to hear about this guy, you know, He is bringing yoga to uh, Beyond Today on on Tuesday nights, and he's a fabulous yoga instructor. Um, So this is what he wrote about it. Uh, More yoga now. Beyond Today is excited to bring to you, work day, more yoga now. In an effort to bring more health and wellness to your work week and to your summer, we are bringing two yoga classes to you. To you. We have brought a professional yoga platis teacher with over six years experience to bring you the best yoga meditation and breath work ever. Breath work. Then we talk about the breath. <sighs> <laughs> no prior experience necessary. We are offering May special and June special. It's the uh, the five dollar drop-in class.
2: Oh, that sounds really easy. Five
0: dollars drop yeah. in. Yep. You know, you can c- contact Daniel Medina at six two three. 623-349-2540. That again. That was Daniel Medina at six two three three four nine two five four zero. And that beautiful man, that Daniel Medina, and that he's doing it Tuesdays at five thirty. So after work at five thirty, you can come down here in that and that, and have some great, great yoga. We talked with Daniel. He used to, he was on our podcast. And I, and I said <laughs> the only yoga I ever done was yoga nidra, where you get to lay down and close your eyes and.
1: take a nap take a
0: nap Uh (laughs) oh i could do that Uh, yeah Yeah, that's a great yoga yes and he says that he will offer that too that take a nap yoga yes i think it's actually called yoga nidra isn't it it is all right i don't know anything about it but it's (laughs) yoga nidra i know so i don't know if you guys have heard of courtney long mozella martin rod lyman and cindy movie have you ever heard of them I have. Oh, wow. Well, they're doing an intuitive panel. Using science and spiritual gifts and intuition, this professional panel of experts will give you guidance and clarification for your most important questions. How beautiful is that? This will be Saturday, May 27th at two, 2017, May 27th, from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock. It'll be at the Beyond Today Center here, which is 11223 North 28th Drive Suite F 101. Arizona. Cost is only forty dollars. You get four readings for forty bucks. What do you think of that?
2: I think that's a great deal.
0: You know, and Courtney Long is she's an angel channel. She channels these angels, in that she's really good at what she does. And then we have that Mosella Martin. Oh, she's a forensic handwriting specialist. She's written what? How many books has she written?
1: Quite a handful. Quite a handful
0: yeah. of books, and she's been on TV. She does all these different things about forensic handwriting. That So you are gonna write your question on a piece of paper and we're gonna actually get to read it out loud. And we don't know who it is though, because you don't sign your name.
1: That's the best part, it's the mystery of it. Yeah, it's
0: the mystery. It. It's like a mystery meet, or mystery mic. <laughs>
1: Well this is kind of
0: good. Make sure you register though you have to go to the Beyond Today website which is beyond the number two day dot com website And you register for a seat because I think the seats are filling up really fast. It's coming up too isn't
1: it? It is actually this Saturday. A few more days end Saturday.
0: Now the next sponsor is the Vision of Health. It's a the medical intuitive and uh, it's uh, in a medical medium together. Now have you ever had a medical intuitive and a medical medium in the same room? And you got to ask them questions. You have your chance now. You get to have this chance. It's going to be a beautiful way to bring these these two things together. It's called Visions of Health, and that. And there's two really great guys that are doing it. Doctor Emil Faith is one of them. He's awesome. This guy is is fabulous. I love Doctor Emil Faith. He's he's got a heart. He's he knows a lot of things. He's got a great soul that. And the other guy's is Rod Longman. Um And <laughs> what does he have? Oh, he's wonderful. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but internationally recognized medical medium and best-selling author, Dr. Emil Faith, and acclaimed medical intuitive and energy healer, Rod Lyman. What do you think of that? That sounds pretty good. Makes me sound really good. I was impressed. I was yeah, impressed, I too. I was impressed. i yep.
1: impressed.
0: Some of the things that we're we going to look at is the organ and glands, uh, the hormone, the, the metabolic imbalances in your life. Uh, Discover hidden nutrient deficiencies you're making. them, Unearth energetic and emotional blocks that's keeping you from your ideal health. That understand how your unique sensitivity makeup requires a special care. Unleash your personal healing capacity.
1: Lovely. You guys... Uh, definitely compliment each other. I've been to one of their classes, and it's really wonderful. Very good.
0: Absolutely. And that will be at the Storm Wisdom, Saturday, June 17th. Yes?
1: That's a great place.
0: <laughs> oh, I love Storm Wisdom. That Charles there's a really good friend of ours. That. We love Charles, don't we?
1: Yes, we all do. I think that might even be the day before Father's Day. So what a
0: great gift. Take your Dad. father there. you see what's husband, wrong with him. your
1: spouse. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on. So we also have this other thing. It's uh, called Beyond Sunday. Um, here at Beyond Today, we offer this, of course, Beyond Sunday. It's uh, an hour and a half uh, gathering. It's a community thing. Um, we have a subject that we talk about. We do a little bit of meditation. We share what the subject is about after um, Rod or I or whoever the guest speaker is who are hosting the, the Beyond Sunday um, you get to talk about your experience and whatnot. It's a beautiful way to bring the community together and um, just kind of just be, you know, start your Sunday out in a beautiful way, a, a relaxive way. And then uh, because we know what comes after Sunday is Monday and guess what that means? The next work week. <laughs> so might as well start <laughs> your day out in a beautiful way. And that is uh, here at Beyond Today, Uh, You can look us up, uh, Google us, and it is from 8 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. So, look forward to seeing you all here. Come on out. Share and spread the word.
0: Say that next work
1: week. Next work
0: week. Awesome. Sunday, Sunday, (laughs) Sunday.
1: Is the day to start your week working.
0: (laughs) So, actually, this Sunday, it's going to be Tina. Tina's going to be talking about how amazing you are. Tina Fritz. Oh so, lovely. Oh, I thought song. I was amazing. Thank yep. you. Yeah, that's way more. You I are, thought Amanda was amazing. Amanda, yes, I, th- I think this is all about Amanda being amazing. <laughs> So are we ready to get into the uh, sacred feminine energy of with Amanda Brown?
1: Absolutely. Thank you Tina for hosting this Sunday.
0: Yes, absolutely. One more sponsor. It's beyond today, of course, sponsors every one of our podcasts, which we are very happy and blessed to have. Ned. They're located at 11223 North 28th Drive, Suite F101, Phoenix, Arizona, 85029. Phone number here is 602-374-4926. You know what? If you need a uh, uh, Session, a color session with Cindy, or a healing session, or structural session, give us a call. Here, we're always up be on today, and give us a call, and we'll set up a beautiful appointment with you in that. We're excited to help you out with that. Um, Amanda Brown, uh, she came in to us uh, because of a Reiki class that she had to actually taken here. And she Thank was you. a really great Reiki student in that.
2: Thank you.
0: Yep, uh, nano, nano. Yeah, got have- <laughs> Wow! All Reiki students must be able to do that. I'm That's
2: just kidding. Good.
0: No, just kidding. I'm
1: glad I can.
0: Well, honey, I'm going to step back. I'm going to let you take over the helm here, and uh, you guys talk about this beautiful, sacred feminine energy.
1: Yes, thank you. Appreciate that. All right, so here we go. Here we go with our second uh, podcast in relation to the feminine energies out uh, there that we all are experiencing. If you haven't notice that you have, then you will soon. I have a feeling. Just saying, Um, I'm very excited about this. I'm very passionate about this. Something um, has been overwhelming within me and around me these last several months, and I know it has led up to all of those beautiful, sacred energies that are, feminine energies that are out there right now, Um, be it the uh, golden age right now that is, you know, bringing this forth. Um, Not sure, but I think actually the divine is, Making it happen to help balance the energies out there. It's been quite the masculine energies for so long and the feminines to just help balance as we all. Are. And guess what? You have balance in your life and your surroundings around you, then you have peace also and peace around you. And that's what we all pray and wish for, along with uh, a lot of love. Um, so I am so excited. It's my second podcast with many more to come. And uh, I just like Amanda Brown now to Can I just you Amanda? Just you can. Short?
2: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Amanda Brown just flows so perfectly. All right. So um, we're going to let her just share for a little bit what she does and what she has to offer. A, a beautiful program that she offers and I know she has more. So go ahead, sweetie. Share what you have.
2: All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it again. And so my journey kind of started when I started doing some exploration of like wanting to make some changes in my life. And I wasn't completely confident and comfortable in who I was at the time, and kind of felt some shame around some of my past stories, which I've found in my own journey many women struggle with. And just that piece of always looking to someone else to kind of find the answers to fix things for you. Mm-hmm. So I started asking questions and getting in tune and tuning out people and tuning into myself. And so I've moved to really start creating that for other people in the workshops that I do by allowing them to sit and have space to hear their own voice. And so I don't. I tell all the women that I work with, and I, I do predominantly work with women, um, that I don't know the answers, I can't tell you how to do things, but I can ask you the questions and let you come up with them. the answers yourself. And so my own story has partly, I've felt that the need to be very confident, you know, the appearance of strong and that masculine, I can handle <laughs> things myself, I don't need your help. And it's created blocks in relationships and created um, struggles, especially around um Getting intimate with people, in the sense of getting to know people and sharing who I am and that piece. So if you just, you know, put on your boots and buck down to things, then you're not really getting in touch with that softer side of you. So so I've been working on that myself. Oh, very
1: nice. Yeah. The softer side, I think mm-hmm. that's very pretty. <laughs> And guess what, man, you have a softer side to yourself as well, so I know. don't think you don't. I know. You know? I know. Oh, okay. And it's it's hard, I think, you know, our culture, culture is so,
2: um, pushes that masculine energy mm-hmm. that the feminine energy is kind of appear weak, mm-hmm. and so it's finding that beauty and strength in the feminine energy and getting comfortable with that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's interesting that you had mentioned that that was your what you, who you were, who yeah. you were, yes, <laughs> quote unquote, um, is that you were you did bring out a lot of the masculine energies mm-hmm. and to recognize that you know something wasn't right it was something wasn't balanced is just you know phenomenal and I think a lot of people out there could discover this and a lot of people don't discover this and this mm-hmm. is where you know um, to feel what is the out there that you might be feeling or to, you know, search within like you did to mm-hmm. find that. Because um, obviously if we have more aspect or principle, male or female, within us more than the other, then we're going to feel a bit off kilter mm-hmm. and not balanced. And um, again, I believe that probably more often than not, people feel the more masculine within us. And maybe that's just because it's been such a masculine energy for so long that that's what we just know. And, and you know, the, the ladies, the women, the moms, the single moms, and parents, uh, you know, moms, um, you know, kind of putting that kind of principle in front of them because, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to be that individual, you got to, you know, provide, you got to provide. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The feminine energies can provide just as much. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> and I think when you talked about men have it, too, there's this stereotype that if you are nurturing or attentive or caring and show a softer side, you know, those you know, those sayings that we grew up with, like boys don't cry. And it dismisses the parts of men who are struggling. And so then they are not able to share who how they're truly feeling. And so that's really important that we start acknowledging that it's okay. And, And women have adopted that. For the longest time, I'm like, I don't cry, I don't cry, right? No way. And now I've learned to kind of accept that, it has a beautiful piece it's about release and cleansing and it's there's nothing wrong with it but we see but culturally we've seen that as weak and it's awakening it's allowing it's learning to awaken that
1: to allow us to oh that's releasing right well and you're right it is a cry crying shame no pun intended but You know, when a child is born, do you not want to shed a few beautiful tears or when someone passed away? Do you not want to Mm -hmm. shed a few beautiful tears? They say beautiful because they're going to a beautiful place and Mm -hmm. we're the ones that are actually crying (laughs) sorrowly. So we have to be without them. But Mm -hmm. um, no, you're absolutely right. It has been one of those things where, you know, so you know, to it makes a man weak if they did cry or or even give hugs. Oh my gosh. It, yeah. I'm telling you this beautiful energy that's flowing around right now, this feminine energy. It's just so beautiful. You see, you know, boys, young men and, and older men alike, you know, not only just hugging each other, which is so amazing. I watch these boys growing up in their schools, you know, and the guys are actually hey how you doing? Give a little hug. I'm like, wow, I never grew up seeing that. You know, even adult men too, it's so beautiful. And you're right they're feeling they're feeling stuff and they are starting to getting a little bit emotional or they're actually able to be more in touch with their their lady you know person with yeah. you know wife spouse uh, girlfriend or what have you because now they can have that conversation with them feel that that what she's you know expressing in that moment absolutely
2: absolutely yeah, yeah. it is it is nice and i think a lot of women when i started talking and doing my workshops and And even like talking about self-care and a lot of women see that there's this negative piece to showing emotion and which I think is where they get confused of that feminine versus masculine. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of continues to propagate's not the right word, but kind of reinforce that the feminine energy is weaker. And so... It's kind of, we have to undo that and show that it can be a very powerful, very connected, very rooted, very balancing energy. Because you're right, when we feeling one or the other, we're dissatisfied with our life. We're probably suffering from energy losses and things like that because mm-hmm. we're not tuning in to part of our body.
1: Oh, absolutely. I agree. Um, well, I just had something on tip of my tongue. I was going to share that. Uh, I'll get back to that when it comes to me. Okay. Go ahead, keep sharing whatever what you do. So this, um, these classes that you offer, do you want to share a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I started
2: holding workshops, um, probably let's see, more than six months, almost a year ago, and just hosting to the women in the community, trying to create discussions. And one of the things that I've found through my own journey is there's a lack of connection. We're so connected to our phones and to the internet and to TV, but we're disconnected from each other. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's because we're out of balance, I'm not really sure, but we're so technologically advanced, but yet we're so disconnected from Mm -hmm. ourselves and other people. We can post on Facebook and hey, this is what I'm doing, but am I really sharing? Am I really feeling that connection and that heart to heart space that we all need? We are a community and we lack community, even though we have tons of Facebook or Instagram or whatever, Twitter's um, community. It's just that different. So I wanted to create a space where women could come and share. And the first workshop I did was called The Power of Your Story. And I will continue to do that. I've taken a little time off from being able to finish my book. So now that I've finished that, I've got to do some editing, but I'll be starting workshops again. Um, and I did them in a Starbucks, which was so fun and odd in a way, because <laughs> what I found was that the first one I had was 10 women. Most of them I knew, a few I didn't. And probably four of them cried in the middle of a Starbucks by asking questions, by creating a safe space for them to explore, for them to hear other women struggle, even though they thought they were so alone, they weren't. And so when we got this feminine energy, and and I didn't realize I was even fully creating this super safe and sacred space in the middle of a Starbucks that was like a (laughs) fishbowl, right? These women just let go and they just allowed themselves to feel in a new way. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. So I kept that going. And then I created another one called Courageous Self-Care. And the reason I did that was because we all know how to take care of ourselves. We all know what we're supposed to do, but what gets in the way what stops us from doing the things we know we're supposed to do? And part of that is that piece of not tuning in and being so busy and focusing on all these other things that we need to do. We don't give ourselves permission to do that. We don't value that we deserve to care for ourselves. And I mm-hmm. think that's the that piece of dismissing the femininity, mm-hmm. you know, is that, well, that's something we can't do that because it doesn't make money or it doesn't. You know, it doesn't produce in some type of way
1: no.
2: and we fail to realize that if we keep pouring my cup is full but from an empty cup eventually there's nothing left to give to anyone and so we really have to remember to support ourselves and give ourselves the nurturance and love that we are looking for from others to ourselves first so then we can give it to others mm-hmm. So that was part of the other thing that I found, is we're always looking to other people to confirm, to accept, to love, to appreciate, to show us things. And it was after a kind of disagreement argument with my husband that I said all this stuff, blah, 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 in a vulnerable moment. And he goes, okay. And I went, uh. And I realized that in that moment, I actually wrote about it, that... He couldn't give me what I need because he needs to focus on his needs.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm responsible for my needs, and dismissing that feminine part and looking for someone else to confirm things that I need to hear is not honoring that feminine piece of me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I took a card and I grabbed a pen and I went down and wrote exactly what I needed to hear. Hey, beautiful, da, 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 da. love your soul. And that's, and I started, so I created some of these Hey Beautiful cards and really kind of trying to empower myself to hear. And the amazing thing is a week or so later, I wrote about it on Facebook and I just, I didn't say anything other than like, it was very vague. And he copied it, the Hey Beautiful, and posted it on my personal page. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And everybody's like, oh, you have such a great husband. He's so amazing. I'm probably outing him right now. And he's like, oh, my gosh, everybody thought I wrote that. And I'm like, I know. He's like, I'm like, are you going to tell him? He's like, hell no. (laughs) So, but just that piece of like learning to tune in to what we need and providing the nurturance and care that we are longing for because I don't, as I kind of look back, women have been you know, moved into this piece of work and providing and
1: mm-hmm.
2: kind of not feeling as equal in their roles and that feminine power that there is. So we dismiss a lot of that importance of nurturing or we're too busy trying to provide that. We don't remember that. People need kisses nights, including ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. So... So that's where my work really kind of is coming in. It's creating a space for people to connect with that.
1: It's beautiful. Does my dog kissing me good night? Does that count? Of course. Okay, good. Because he's no. he's wonderful. Yes, yes, it does count, Rod. No. Yes it does. <laughs> if it makes you feel good
2: <laughs> and safe and secure, it's okay. I puddle with my dog you. at night thank thank
0: so. but it's usually after it's bitten me a couple times. That'll <laughs> kiss her.
2: I, that's I. I don't. Yeah, I've got nothing for that. Sorry, right, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I rest my respect. But the point
1: was, it makes me feel good,
0: right? Oh, yes. yes, that, that was the point. Feel
2: good about the good night kiss and the, the cuddles and right. just that that connection to ourselves, and in that um,
1: we can connect with other people. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge and powerful just in itself to acknowledge that moment that especially like you had going okay wait a minute you know you you were stopped in your tracks literally Mm -hmm. you know but it made you stop and center and focus on wait a minute this is what i need to do right and if more you know i know we're talking about a lot of women right now but women especially because Mm -hmm. i think they've been you know shunned a little bit but the men as well absolutely you know i certainly don't want to leave the men out of this because it's not i just want to make it one a clear very yeah. clear. That this isn't about any feminine movement or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's about it's about the balance within ourselves. Absolutely. And and so to you to recognize that and share it right now is beautiful as you have done in your other classes mm-hmm. and whatnot. But for other people to hopefully have that mm-hmm. aha personal moment, go yeah. ahead, you know what, this is right. Mm-hmm. You know these people out here are beautiful. My friends, family, what have mm-hmm. you. They're just putting band-aids on, you know, this pattern that I keep requiring.
2: Yeah. Yes, you're you're hitting that to the point. A lot of times, especially for men, we as women are looking for them to do or say or be a certain way. And so they're struggling with that, well, tell me what you want me to do, which is negating where they, they're they meeting their own needs, mm-hmm. and which is important that we acknowledge because that feminine power in them needs to be nurtured Mm -hmm. and so if they choose like in that moment with my husband not to discuss something because they need to process what was being said then they're honoring who they are and they're honoring their needs and we when we go back and you need to say something you need to do this you need we're shifting that and we're not honoring their space so absolutely so that was a big thing for me to learn one, to honor myself and what I need, and to honor other people's needs. Because they're not going to react how I want them to. And they need to balance their energies the way that they need to do that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we are our own individuals anyways. You know, that's just like, you know, when someone passes away, it's the grieving process. You know, it's it's how you internalize it and mm-hmm. how you deal with it is your own. Absolutely. You know, Nobody needs to tell you how, where, when, or you know what have you. It's it's your own, just like you know, internalizing mm-hmm. your own, you know, self worth and, mm-hmm. and learning who your self worth is, and, and honoring mm-hmm. and respecting other people's processing, you know, mm-hmm. needs and what have you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any questions, Rod? Well, or? no, I'm just
0: loving this. This is <laughs> this is beautiful that watching you both talk about you know love and everything else. Then, mm-hmm. it's like, so, but as a guy, that how mm-hmm. do you want to be treated?
2: That's a really good question. Um, I think that in the sense of like I want to be respected, but that all starts from me from respecting myself. I want to be heard. But if I'm not feeling safe enough to speak my own voice and share, so a lot of times – so let me finish that. So if I'm not feeling secure in myself, then I'm not going to do those things. So you may be willing to do that, but I'm still not willing to share. So, I think being it's hard because we come with, to new relationships with our own beliefs, our own triggers, our own um, things that have happened to us. And, and in our new relationships, we get to work those out, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm so scared, and this was a big thing for me to learn to trust to speak my voice, which is odd because I love to talk. My nickname was Motormouth Mandy. Nice. <laughs> when I was a little kid, my parents would do this, and then I learned to sign language. I don't know it now, but then I was learning, so then I would just start signing to them. (laughs) But there was a point where things happened, and I shut my, like, voice down. So then even though I wanted to be heard, I wanted to be, you know, treated a certain way, I didn't believe that I deserved it. I didn't believe my voice was important, so I didn't share it. So there's this this balance of learning to understand and honor where you're at and your story and how that no one can give you what you need or treat you the way you wanna be treated until you are willing to do that for yourself and you believe you're worthy of that. And I think that comes ties into that feminine energy
0: mm-hmm. a so, lot. So just throw it at you then. So basically is it uh, the way you wanna be treated is the way you treat others?
2: Yes, and I wrote this in my um, book, actually. So it's really funny that you said that. That
0: I'm sorry, I read it while you were in. Break. <laughs>
2: That's alright, <laughs> I forgive you. Um, that you know, it's not just about treating people the way that we want to be treated, it's treating ourselves the way we want to be treated, which I said isn't just the golden rule, it's like the platinum rule, that we have to treat ourselves the way we want to be treated in addition to treating others the way we want to be treated. So if we're not doing that, then how can anybody else know how we want to be treated? If I'm not sharing my voice and giving my opinion, then how how would anybody know that I actually had one to share?
0: Absolutely. And that's and that's big thing, is that uh, how, how do you want to be treated, Cindy?
1: Well, that's a really good question, but I think it's pretty simple, too. Just um, with honesty and care and love and respect, as I would honor that to you, with it, with a balance, though. Mm-hmm. Not too much of this and not too much of mm-hmm. that, and, but not, not enough of this and not, not mm-hmm. enough of that.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So do you guys agree that communication is the most important thing?
2: Absolutely. Huge. I think communication is definitely important.
0: Because even though we're all intuitives mm-hmm. and everything else, we pick up things and that, we still need to be told <laughs> some things too, right?
2: Yeah. And I think there's a, you want to be careful not to assume what others, someone else needs because we look at our own lens, um, for a long time I was a therapist and, Um, One of the things that we learn is about, you know, taking off your hat or taking off your lens and trying to look through someone else's one. Sorry, that's a bunch of BS. Your lenses never come off and you have to learn how to see through your lens because they're basically soldered, but you have to shift your perspective to be able to see. So it's like you can put little filters on, but you can't actually take your lens off. So you really have to do a lot of introspection and, Um, awareness and asking yourself questions so if you're starting to assume that you know what's going on you have to start asking Mm -hmm. you can't just assume that people you have to go okay so I'm wondering so one of my favorite questions when I work with people is I wonder if this is what it is sometimes I'm right sometimes I'm very wrong but that's the important piece of our lenses never come off
0: Right.
2: We've experienced that. We can't take that away. And it's hard sometimes to see things from other people's perspectives unless you've done the work to really, like, kind of step and go, okay, this is how I see it. And I kind of feel you, but I don't necessarily completely understand all the time. So you ask questions. Does that make sense? Oh, it
0: does. It's like we're on our own optometrist. It's like, how about now? (laughs) How, How about now? until it fits what mm-hmm. we w- we're actually looking for. Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful, because it is. It's because we have to have our own perception of how we see things, because we don't know how we see things. Everybody else sees things. Right. And so, we do, we have to have our own perception that, that it's not my fault, I speak from my heart all the time, that you took it as me being mean to you. I didn't mean to be mean to you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I speak from my heart.
2: Yes, so that's all about those triggers and those stories that we have and things that have happened to us. So when somebody says something and we go, so it, an example, I ask a question. Well, how come we don't do it this way? And the person responds, what do you mean? I know what I'm doing. I was never intending to say they didn't know what to do or how to do it, but the but they heard the question challenging the authority does that make sense or challenging mm-hmm. that they knew and then it, that it, they internalizes i'm stupid i don't know what i mean so they have this whole backstory which is where disconnections and communication happens because i don't hear what you're saying what you're saying i hear what you said through my own filter
0: right mm-hmm. absolutely
2: it's hard
0: well no and it's true it's like this is what i heard mm-hmm. well i didn't say that you know there's that that Complete argument that I would never say that to you, but this is what I heard. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It's, not, it's more your fault than the aspect of anybody's is because I didn't mean to say it that way. Mm-hmm. And we talk in, in the classes that we teach and everything else is that we feel things before we hear things. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot to do with thats that we're not responsible or anything else, but we have to feel what, what is going on. Yeah. That makes sense.
2: Yep. And I think that it's funny. I like, look back at communication, right? They talk about in college communication, how it's broken up. Like, it's like 5% of the words that you use, and then the tone, right, is 70% or something like that, and the context of body language. But whose? Whose tone? Whose body language? Like, yours or my perception of yours?
0: Absolutely. That's, That's good. exactly. That is, yeah, so if you're a little off and you don't feel good one day and everything else, all of a sudden everybody's tone and, and body is angry.
2: Yeah, it could be. But and you're not like, meaning. I'm,
0: I'm just in pain. Exactly. I'm just in pain. I'm not being angry. Yeah. And we talked about that. Is that uh, that there's nice? Thanks, Mike. Mike's petting me right now. <laughs> we, we talk about that <laughs> that aspect of that. Um, we have friends that uh, look like they're angry at you when they talk to you and they always have that face in there but they're the sweetest people in that and so if you judge the book by a cover you never talk to these people because they look angry at you right. You know, they'll have this this beautiful woman that we know she'll have a scowl on her face and she'll say you look so beautiful today Rod you like well oh, thank you dear you look beautiful too and like, oh, I know I know but she's got the scowl constantly you know, it's, not, it's not who she is right. so you don't look at the physical part of her yeah Absolutely.
2: And it's hard. It's hard. And it's learning. A lot of that starts within exploring yourself and realizing where you're out of balance and realizing where your judgments are coming into play. Because everyone's that mirror to us, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're out of balance, things that are irritating me and other people are things that I'm unrested with in myself.
0: Mm-hmm absolutely so
2: before we could talk about with the energies of if i think a man's being too feminine you know like well why is he doing that? that's not really manly it could be because i'm unsettled with some of that feminine stuff with inside of me mm-hmm.
1: makes sense mm-hmm.
0: yeah. because it is it's that past thing that uh boys don't cry you know mm-hmm. you just gotta be a man man up for this and everything else and that and also, uh, to their eyes, it's weak because they grew up with the strength of a man not crying, the strength of a man, everything else. They don't realize that a person that does cry and has emotions that is stronger than the actual person that doesn't cry.
2: Yeah. And that, it's amazing to me, it's not just men yeah. who have that message, it's women too. And I'm like, wow. And I mean, because I had that for the longest I'd bite my lip. Like, until one day in um, a gestalt training that I was in program she I started identifying things for me and I was like I am so what's going on and it was just that exploration of questioning of what is that about it's like clamping down and holding it so you don't release and now I cry at commercials sometimes (laughs) I'm like oh my god why is and I and I see like in the workshops women are like I never do this and I'm like Yay! I'm so excited when people cry with me because it means that they feel safe. It means that they
1: mm-hmm.
2: need what I'm providing in the sense of community and this sense of connection because they are feeling alone and they're feeling um, out of sorts with mm-hmm. who they are. And so that's a huge release. And so I always. Honor and thank people
1: for that because it's such a beautiful thing to let go in that way. Absolutely, and I'm going to give a shout out to my own mother. She, um, you know, long story short, uh, had to become the uh, matriarch of the family, even her own family with her mom and dad and siblings, because her mom passed away when my mom was 17 and left a couple, you know, siblings behind younger than her and had to step up to the plate a little bit, and then she got pregnant with me, and just you know, had to start this whole life, and then got divorced, And um, but she always played this very, very strong role, and the woman, like, I think my whole year's growing up, cried maybe three times, but she's yeah. different now. She mm-hmm. is so different now. She, I think, is feeling that feminine energies and um, being around me more, she's feeling more. She's connecting to the spiritual... Aspect of herself and the realms mm-hmm. and the universe and everything and she's just so beautiful now. And to see her cry is I'm still getting used to it, but mm-hmm. I love it all just the same. I really do. And it's just awesome. um it, it is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It really is, because you know, she just had to be this staunch masculine mm-hmm. type energy for so long to raise mm-hmm. two children on her own, you know, and et cetera, et cetera. Um and it's so it's just beautiful. Mom, I'm so I am so so proud of you and I love you so much.
2: I can completely relate to that as well.
1: My mother lost her mom at a very young age
2: and she is one of eight children and she Mm. is the only girl Mm. and she's in the middle of all the boys. So she was surrounded by this masculine energy and my parents split when I was about 14 and so she was raising four uh, four children on her own as well and so... For her, it was like, you've got to do this. You've got to do that. You have to do these things. And over the years and with what I'm doing too, and she's been to some of my workshops and I did for her 60th birthday, this amazing journey with a, a healer. And it was just so beautiful to watch my mom start working on healing whatever she needs to heal and to let go and to feel safe enough and to me to be I was so honored to be part of that. And to I was really nervous because it was like this big surprise. And I'm like, well, hopefully she – I'm not, like, trying to push this on her, but hopefully, like, she likes this. And so – but I didn't know where it was going to go. I just thought this would be a great spiritual journey for me and my mother to go on along with some of her best friends. And everybody, like, was so open. Discerning, but open to the experience and it was amazing to watch these women come together and the feminine energy really support mm-hmm. for healing to happen that things have been being held on to for so long. So I
1: just I honor your mom and
2: I love you mom too. Don't yeah, be yeah, mad at yeah, me for mom. sharing.
1: <laughs> oh, they won't be mad. No. They'll be honored that we did, you know, to because obviously I just shared my story, you had a parallel one, yes. just the same, you know, with your mom and yourself. Um, and so we know that there's a lot of other, you know, yes. females out there in probably the same boat. And so I think it's great that we did share. So thank you for sharing. And again, uh, I, I am just so proud of my mom. and I get to see her now, just, just be in that spiritual mm-hmm. moment and be herself.
0: Absolutely. I'm proud of both of you guys and your moms, and that. I uh, just fall in love with that all over the place. <laughs> but you know, there's also a parallel story to that is on the male side, too, mm-hmm. where it happens that uh, the, the father has to step in and be mm-hmm. the mom for both.
2: Mm-hmm. For yeah. Both,
0: you know, and that yeah. has happened in my life, and it's happened to a lot of other people's lives so that the father ends up being the mother, too, in a lot of aspects. Very good
1: point. Thank yes, you for bringing that up. Yes,
2: and that reminds me that this Mother's Day, so a lot of times I see on Facebook on Father's Day, you know, it's all about single moms, doing dads. For some reason this year, it's probably because of that feminine energy. I In my, like, post to everyone saying happy Mother's Day, I said and thank you to all the fathers who were stepping up into that role of mom duty and being nurturing, loving, and supportive. Because... It, it is hard and, and both parents play a huge role and there are dads who are raising their kids alone or moms who are working and dads who are choosing to Absolutely. stay home yep. and there and so it's and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful because it's such an amazing thing to watch fathers with their children as much as it is mothers with their children. But there's some always because I haven't seen it as much, you know, culturally but it's amazing to watch some of our friends who we were like, "Wow, they're having kids," and we're like, "Oh!" And to watch these men who were a little wild and crazy turn into some of the most sensitive, like, caring, supportive fathers, which have been which has been fabulous. So,
0: yeah, I love the the fact and the concept that you know that the feminine energy is becoming more and more stronger because it is because the the thing is is you're seeing more of the. The moms mm-hmm. out there working, and the dads taking care. You're seeing it on YouTube and Facebook, mm-hmm. and that of fathers creating things for their daughters and their yes. sons, and that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of fun to watch it. It's like it makes makes my heart feel good because, you know, uh, when I was married, my, my wife uh, worked all the time. You know, she was a a, a nurse, and that, and I raised the children. And mm-hmm. they basically not saying that I didn't. I had my own career, mm-hmm. but I was home more than she. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and you're, and we're starting to see the shift even on TV. Like when you said that, it made me think about some of the commercials, like the Cheerios commercial where the dads are dancing with their daughters, and you're starting to see a little bit more, or some of those YouTube videos or something where the dads are being more engaged and more um, present or allowing their kids to play dress up with them and wearing the makeup and letting their girls paint their fingernails, and they're open to those things or getting
1: pedicures right men getting pedicures like feminine energies flowing through and allowing them to feel this oh my gosh (laughs) it's okay sorry go ahead no i
2: love it is it's funny to see it's not funny it's so beautiful to Mm -hmm. see men get comfortable Mm. with like self-care in a different way we put a gender role on it of what oh women do this but really it's not about that it's about people do this to care for themselves
0: well it's funny it's me i'm growing up in a small town in south dakota and you were a man because you did this these things man well you know it's funny i never felt like that ever i always wanted to do the things with the women I love doing things with women. It's not, and it's not funny that people think that in that aspect. But I did. Mm-hmm. It was my heart felt that I wanted to do it, and to this day, like Cindy and I go get pedicures, and I love doing that. I love going out with my kids and getting a pedicure. And that it's fun. It's yeah. enjoyable. I've never not liked doing that. I like to get my nails done, my toes done. I like to be pampered. Then, mm-hmm. but that doesn't make me less of a person of who I am. Exactly. It
2: doesn't make you less of a man or more of a woman or you know even for women who choose not to do that it doesn't mean that they're not women and they don't you know so there's that balance too some women just don't like it so you know that I think that over-identification of what does feminine mean and that it would be dressing up and doing makeup and doing hair and doing that stuff so if you don't do those does that not mean you're being feminine like if you choose not to do those things. Right. So it's I feel like it's really about tuning into what you need and listening
1: to what's going on, mm-hmm. which we are so not doing enough of. Amen. I I just wanna just throw this in there too. Something came to me just a moment ago is that um, you know, we labeled ourselves or society has, you know, the male and the female, the moms and the dads, what have you, and So I think with that label, if you will, it's kind of taken away that balance Mm -hmm. within. However, I do understand, we all understand, that we do have roles to play as females and males, Mm -hmm. too. I think just drop the label part of it to allow yourself to be a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. But yet, uh, respectfully, we all still, you know, the females have Mm -hmm. a certain role, and as the men have a certain role, Mm -hmm. too. Absolutely.
0: But I'm with you on the labels that uh, we don't like, none of us like be labeled for anything. Mm It's, and it's the concept of that is like you know instead of that's a woman or that's a man over there, that it's a beautiful human being. We talked about that in the last podcast about these yep, labels.
2: I remember that we
0: do. We no longer believe think that there should be labels for anybody. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter anymore. That you know, it's like you're a human being. If we start seeing through a hearts, we're not going to see male, female anyway.
2: Exactly. Yeah, but, and. That reminded me of another commercial I saw that was on... Did um, you watch TV? Commercial. No, it was on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Good um, it was a Heineken commercial, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's about bringing people with different... And I know this isn't necessarily the feminine, but I think it speaks to that, of bringing people with different political views or different beliefs about things, having them build a project together, not knowing each other's differences, and then... Then they play a video. So they've got to know each other, not knowing the stories, not knowing if they were transgendered or, you know, whatever their beliefs were about women's roles and feminism or where, you know, this or political views. So they have no idea, but they interviewed them before. They matched two people who were opposites, like polar opposites, in like a debate. And then they had them do a project. They had them build a bar, and then they played the video. And I cry. because it was like so amazing to watch these people who, and basically Heineken was about come together. You can either, now your choice is to sit together and have a discussion or to leave. And everyone sat and had a discussion. It was magical to watch that when we drop the stories and when we drop The perceptions and judgments that we have about other people based upon our own experiences and we get to know people from their perspective, we have a new awakening. Mm -hmm. We have a new appreciation for who someone is. So that was beautiful. That is. I love (laughs)
0: that. That's just amazing. But how many people have we ran into that they want to tell you their backstory of who they are? Mm -hmm. They want to tell you how they got here and the backstory Mm -hmm. of that. Yes. Is it, does, is that a big thing for you? I mean, do you believe that people need to listen to their backstory?
2: I think sometimes yes. I think sometimes people. I think it's both. I think so. Here's what I I think. I think That's that, what I'm asking. What yeah, do you think? But I think <laughs> so. I think sometimes people do need to be able to share things so you so they feel understood. But that isn't necessarily about you. That's about their own understanding of what it means to be understood. However, I think sometimes we get so caught up in how things are, or were, or used to be, and we keep retelling those stories, which just continues to confirm what we don't want to believe about ourselves, or what we want to let go of. But we keep saying, "I am this, I am that, I am this happened to me, um, I'm, I don't, I'm a victim of this," and it creates the a stagnant peace for us. And so with that stagnant stuff, um, we don't go anywhere. And mm-hmm. we keep just retelling the same thing. So I think there's a point where, yes, it's important to be heard, but at a point you have to ask, and this is what I do with the women that I work with, is I ask, okay, and now what? Or how is that going to help you? Or what, what if you let go of that belief? What if, what if you saw the positive side of that? How has that helped you in your life? what is possible or what things have happened because of that situation so I have my own backstory with abusing drugs and for a long time I never talked about it
1: mm-hmm.
2: I was ashamed of it and I did so much to hide the story and I so much to when somebody found out after they'd known me for years they were like oh I never knew that about And I'd be secretly jumping up and down, like, hooray, hooray, I did it. (laughs) They didn't know. Okay, good. I'm okay. But I was, (laughs) right? But I was dismissing and disowning parts of myself. Very important pieces that gave me perspective about what happens when people disconnect and experience trauma or experience loss and don't know how to deal with that. So by disowning those parts of yourself, you are disconnected from who you are. And so you have to go back and like accept that. So there's a balance between over-identifying and telling your past mm-hmm.
1: and sharing so you can move forward. Right. So both are important. Right. I think it's very well put. I actually understood that. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> no, but it makes perfect sense. You're right. You're absolutely right. I can understand. I I, I get why sometimes it is okay to mm-hmm. share the backstory. Mm-hmm. And of course not okay at time. Um, just real quick, I saw the the whirly bird over there r- winding it, rounding it off. Mike, do you have any questions or any comments or anything that you'd like to share before we
0: I enjoyed it. Amanda, great job.
1: Thank okay. You. Yeah.
0: Beautiful thank you. job there you very impressed with this Uh, I think uh, talking about backstories and that could be we could actually make another podcast about Mm -hmm.
2: that (laughs) absolutely (laughs) no seriously because
0: there's there's a thought about being in your now Mm -hmm. and who you were and who you're coming through Mm -hmm. yes and so I mean that's that's a really good that's really good Amanda Mm -hmm. it was a pleasure oh my gosh it was a pleasure having you on our show that we we love having you here that I'm going to ask you to come back again I would love to Absolutely. I would love you too. Yeah, absolutely. To. We haven't We haven't asked Mike yet if he wants you here yet. <laughs> um, absolutely. Um, right after we get back from our pedicure ride. There you right. go. Yay. Pedicures for everybody. <laughs> 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 no. Absolutely. Is there so, any, I'm
2: sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask if I can read something from my book. It's very short. Please, there. Absolutely. absolutely. Just, that's what I was going to say. Do you have anything else you'd like to share? Yes, please.
1: we're intuitive. I,
2: sometimes. <laughs> go ahead.
1: Thank you.
2: So, um, one of the things that i wrote and this is kind of just summing up and kind of give you a little prequel of what you're in store for when my book does come out you'll have to stay tuned Mm um through the darkness we rise stronger than before and transformed into something truly magical just like the phoenix rising from the ashes
0: wow I love that, honey. That That's was powerful, beautiful.
1: too. The phoenix was brought up again three absolutely. times. Thank Securities. you. Securities. Awesome.
0: Yes, it, yes. Uh, amanda. It's absolutely true, though. How can people get a hold of you if they want it? Well,
1: I'm on Facebook,
2: so you can find me on Facebook, Amanda J.P. Brown. You can um, dash beautifulknockout.com. Um, you can find me on beautifulknockout.com. Email me at amanda at beautifulknockout.com. Or you can call me if you really feel the urge um, at 602
0: What was that phone number again?
2: 602 7316
1: Perfect perfect. And will you be holding any more of those classes again? Coming yes. Up again? Yes. She, folks she took some time off to do her book, mm-hmm. and I think she's about ready to get her feet yes. wet again
2: I am um, so
1: expect those within the next
2: six weeks, six to eight weeks. I'm going to give myself a little bit of time because I'm also transitioning with a move between households. So I need to give myself just a little time. By the way, it's a
0: beautiful house. Thank you. Absolutely. Fair
1: enough. And she hosts them if she still is going to at Starbucks. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, if she does. She needs
0: to host them at Beyond Today if she really wants to. She needs to to
1: host them here at Beyond Today. Either places. um, You know, it's hot out there. So you get to come into a cool area no matter where the location is. And take this wonderful class. Someday. Yes,
2: and in the fall I'll be hosting another retreat. So I did do a three day retreat, and so I'll be doing another. Oh week. my
0: gosh, that sounds like fun! Yay. Yeah, absolutely. Cindy, you have anything coming up here?
1: Uh, wow. Okay, Sh- shifting gears here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Grind-
1: like, grinding them
0: at the moment. <laughs> quite a sound there.
1: I know. Uh well, just to reiterate, we do have the intuitive, intuitive panel this Saturday. Um, Uh, May twenty seventh, 2017, from one to four. It's gonna be awesome, it is awesome. I've been to it as a guest, and I've been to it as one of the panel, and again, for the second time, I'll be a panel. And it's a great way to ask a question without anybody knowing who you are that wrote the question, and it's um, it's very mysterious, but right on. My first encounter of it uh, helped me bring me to the point where I'm at today in my life with color therapy, so thank you.
0: Amazing person yes. you are,
1: and color, color, color. I love color. Come get a color healing. I <laughs> They're amazing. I've had one, love it. Thank you, Miss Amanda Brown.
0: <laughs> I've had one too. I was amazed by it.
1: Thank you. Just wish I could Ron get more. Lyman. Yes, so it's color infused energy or energy infused with color. Sorry, I said that backwards. That's all right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
0: Our video was backwards now. You can talk backwards. <laughs> awesome. Mike, do you get anything coming up here? Nope. Okay. So good. Uh, silent Mike now just told us that he has nothing coming up here. So now it went from mystery Mike to silent Mike. So, <laughs> guys, it was a pleasure having you here. My heart goes out. This is. I, I'm so proud to be part of this uh, feminine uh, podcast. You guys are amazing. This is The Sacred Femininity is amazing. Um, I really get it, and I understand myself even more because I've always been part of that. Um, it's you know I've been made fun of most of my life because of my femininity, who I am. And, that. and uh, I love to wear pink, so I don't care.
2: Real uh, men wear
1: pink, that's what they dear. say. Absolutely,
0: mm-hmm. So, such an honor to have you here, dear.
1: Thank you
0: again. Honored to work with you, Cindy. Thank you, you too,
1: Rod. It's a pleasure. And Mike, you too. And well, thank you. One last plug-in for Beyond Sundays. Come and join us for a beautiful community information meditation and whatever that person's going to talk about that day from eight to nine thirty. Amanda, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was really wonderful, and thank you for bringing this um, passion I have inside with this feminine energies, which I know a lot of us do to to life right now and to help spread it. And I'm thankful for Rod to have. Having these
0: podcasts, thank you. Yes. And thank you again. we're gonna thank do you. this again. Yes, we will. Good grief. I think the Waltons had a lot less time saying <laughs> goodnight than now. Night, ma'am, Amanda. Good night, Cindy. Good night, Mike. Good night, Dad.
1: Right. It. Good. Bye everybody.
0: <laughs> bye. Have Ciao a good one. Challenge for now, guys. Bye bye. bye. bye.